0: The games on earth episode 132 for friday july 6th 2018 i'm your host derek thompson with me as always we have jesse brown here i am and bradley vichino i'm also here and i'm derek thompson this is derek thompson coming to you live total request game town live with derek brad and jesse what's the first request we got coming in jesse
1: uh, first request we have uh, is for PlayStation games of the month uh, I think we had a, a caller call in and they were asking what the game of last month for PlayStation was, uh, I was XCOM <laughs> yeah because I want to
2: know what game I can't <laughs> get
1: <laughs> uh, I believe it's for... Xcom 2 and this month I believe is heavy rain uh, I know there's a couple you get a couple per month so I don't, I don't remember what the tail end games were.
0: Yeah, uh, we actually have the caller on
2: the line. Uh, caller, go ahead. What happened there? So uh, I was hanging out um, over the holiday celebrating our nation's independence, and a friend of mine suggested I download the free game of the month, XCOM 2. <laughs> yeah. And I was just calling to in to see if it was still available. Unfortunately... Uh...
0: It appears that no longer available on the PlayStation Network for PlayStation Plus as a free game uh, um, as of the time of this recording. Um, sorry, been, caller. looks like you missed out on that one. I've been and I'm sorry, too.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, too, about the misinformation. My hopes were um, soaring higher I than had... the American bald eagle. In You're the so, a
1: baldy boy.
0: So, just like the Fruited Plains um, and... No, I can't make a good analogy for that. Damn. You know, I was trying there. Anyway, I went over to Brad's and played XCOM a lot over Fourth of July. And yep. Brad Brad was like, this looks great. And I was like, it is great. Everyone should play this game. Um, go home. And XCOM Go two, home.
2: You're home now. Download it now. That's uh, what he said. He just yeah, said, if, go home. If
0: you're, if you're driving a car I'm listening to this podcast, just turn around. Go home. Or keep going. You're almost home. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually one of those two things will work in any car situation, um, but go home and uh, get XCOM 2: War of the Chosen because um, that's the game I've been playing a shit ton this week and I am having such a good time. It is. I've been meaning to like cover or like talk about this game on this show for probably about two and a half months, three months maybe. So we've never talked it about like this one eight before times. I have brought it up at the end of episodes, but I don't think I ever like sat down and said, "Hey." We're going to talk
2: about XCOM 2 today. Um, In Derek's specific I, playthrough, there is a fantastic uh, mythos of friendship developing. It's like a, a bizarro friends. Yeah, going it's on. basically
0: us and everyone we know um, against the alien threat, and uh, it has been an incredible, an incredible journey. Uh, it's also been a very tragic one. Uh, cause that's what kind of happens in XCOM. You, you create your squad of soldiers. Um, I have like 20 soldiers now. Um, but you, you keep recruiting more and more and you can only bring a certain number out on a, in a battle at, at one time. And this is a turn-based tactics game, but it's got so many layers to it like this, uh, squad mechanic. So you can completely customize and edit your squad members. Um, every new recruit you get, you can turn into one of your good friends. Um, and there's decent enough customization. I'd say pretty good customization. I wish there were more weirder options. There's, like, there's one plenty, set of weird op-
2: Yeah, there's tons of customizations, but a lot yes. of them feel very similar.
0: Yeah, there's, like, 18 alien helmets that all kind of have the same vibe, and, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why Most of the a little comes... more diversity. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the... Well, there's a lot of other things. There's a lot of weird shit, too, like... I mean, everyone's character looks wild. Brad, tell them about your character. Do you remember? So the character
2: loosely him? based off of myself. His name is uh, <laughs> Bradley No Swears <laughs> Bitchino.
1: No <laughs> so swears. No is his his,
2: uh, his uh, Codename. Code name, and he like looks so. like fucking um, the Cur- Colonel Sanders, but like in his prime, <laughs> he wears a. A young Sanders, Sergeant a young Sanders. Sanders, Sergeant Sanders, a and he Sergeant wears a tall Sanders. white. That's a good code name too, Sergeant Sanders. This is back when the colonel was still in like he wasn't just a desk jockey; he was still fighting the
0: wars. Uh, though he does, he's smoking a cigar. He has a top hat. Um, he has white leathers on. Yeah, he's just um,
2: all decked out in white leathers. He's a leather uh, he daddy. Has, leather he has daddy, a daddy, white be- beard he's, and mustache.
0: Uh, uh, but uh, one key trait also is that he definitely does have the Joker smile thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> he has the scars of, as if someone cut the edges of his mouth open, Joker style. Because he uh, swore. He
2: has healed poorly. He, he swore oh, that's, one, the, that's yeah. the story. That he was? swore I one was, time. I wasn't, wasn't aware of many. the <laughs> And that was the fucking, that was his punishment back in military school as, as, um, before he was sergeant, when he was private <laughs> Sanders, he swore, and his his CO, his commanding officer, not, it wasn't that took he swore an oath,
1: is it? No, he no, swore. No. He, he, he cussed. Said, oh, he said shit. he said
2: sh- he said bastard. he cussed out the enemy. Yeah, he called the enemy he said, a bastard. you bastard. And he's and, and his commanding officer said, I don't care who you're talking about. There, there's no swears, and hey. my and my platoon, and he no, and that's. Yeah, his no commanding then his
0: officer was was brutally like eviscerated right in front of his eyes, and so the whole no swears thing kind of really like burned into his mind. At least that's that's my idea of the situation. Oh, it is oh. Brad's character. I don't want to take over the IP. No, here. it's
2: fine. That's the power of character creation in the imagination. It's every you got to breathe life into these into these digital into these uh, dead characters. I. They're life forms, absolutely, and personalities.
0: Love, unequivocal. Any sort of character creation in any sort of game. Uh, One other, the one that comes to mind: Dragon's Dogma has a really robust one. But just uh, being able to create—that's another instance where you get to create an NPC, basically. Um, or a second, more than just one, more than just your character. Um, any chance you get to kind of build the world out a little bit. Um, and when the game supports that really well, I just love that. And XCOM does that in spades. Not just how, with how you're creating your characters, but how you're um, reacting to situations with them. You can create bonds between certain characters, um, and then they'll fight better with one, en- one another, and you can kind of train those bonds up and build them up. Um, all your different characters kind of uh, have skill trees and talent trees, but like it's kind of one or the other uh, choices, in a lot of instances, you can eventually learn the uh, all the talents, but you you make tough choices uh, with these characters, and then they kind of build in uh, not just a character in the way you customize them, but mechanically. Like, I know Brad is a grenade guy, and he's all about blasting those grenades. Uh, Mandy is also a grenade person, and she's all about blasting <laughs> They actually whoa, whoa. are very why, similar.
1: Why, why is Brad but, a, grenade, a grenade guy, but Mandy's a grenade person? She's not a like why isn't Brad a grenade person? And like, is they're.
0: Let's just say they're we're both, both grenade, grenade people. people. There yeah. we go. I misspoke. I want to. I anyway. want to keep
1: this even here.
0: <laughs> Anyways, Jesse, you are my. I'm a shotgun uh, boy,
1: aren't
0: I? Uh, you actually, I've upgraded you to using. You are not an assault in this one. You were a shotgun boy in the first XCOM. Yes. In XCOM 2: War of the Chosen. You turned out to and be I... a support character, which is a dude with a, ro- a flying robot that that flying robot can go around and help people. Or also electrocute enemies, depending on what talents you picked. Ooh. I made you the kind that electrocutes the shit out of enemies. That makes I sense. I hope you appreciate that. That's something I that also I upgraded, like I do. I also upgraded your weapon to be a giant metal crossbow that shoots a big-ass bolt that <laughs> only gets one shot, but pretty much neuters anything it hits. Um, so you are a powerhouse uh, that makes sense. character. And Visually I hope you appreciate too. that. Visually, too. Visually,
2: the uh, you are the essence of toxic corruption. You yeah, are right? like the most toxic looking corrupted
1: fool. I've got like yeah. I took green your Grand uh, Auto uh,
0: online character as a basis, oh. <laughs> um, sort of with all the the really uh, bright <laughs> the, greens and uh, did you the leave my, wild face, my panda
1: face, face. paint? Uh, I see, like they a, didn't have panda face paint, uh, so
0: I I made you a uh, yokai kind of look or not a yokai. Oh, really, you're nice. like a. Uh, there's another word for those um like the demon dudes
1: yeah well yokai is the the demons from like neo
0: yeah it's basically like a yokai face i know there's another word for it oh um um, but yeah i was thinking hanky yokai hair anyway yeah um so you have that it's all green um you look badass and you're a great warrior and you're doing me proud
1: am Uh, i how am i doing because i know i was real good in your first game
0: in my first game, you were the, t- the powerhouse, like, doorbuster. Um, okay. When you were around, everyone was flooding for the d- deals. Ru- flooding. Running for the deals. Because you were such a doorbuster. Um, and you would basically just go in and kill everything and not die ever. In this one, you're kind of more the hang back, kill anything that gets in your sights, though. You're a little, yeah. a little bit slower paced, but really powerful and have a lot of utility. But that's completely different from the other support character that I have, which is Emily, um, who is, like, a mega-support, like, heal people and, like, hack shit. Um, she's a hacker.
2: Um, oh, that's badass. Because yeah. she doesn't really know how to use computers all that well.
1: Yeah. You know what? And <laughs> no, I don't ever no fault of anybody, her. So. It's
2: just really great.
1: That one, it's oh, kind of sure. ironic.
2: That's all I'm getting at. Yeah, well, yeah I get that. She's um, a
1: total grandma when it comes to computers. <laughs> <laughs> well not in this. I didn't world. say
2: that. She helped um, Derek set up a business account for his uh uh Instagram the other night. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um yeah, actually yeah, now now that
0: we're on that topic, I uh there is a Games on Earth Instagram account now, if you want to go check that out. Wait, what uh, do you mean by uh, business? Search games though? on earth on Instagram. What?
1: What do you mean by business though? I don't know. You just have to make a business account
0: to like, I don't want it to be my personal account and you can manage a business account separate from your personal account. It was a whole fucking thing getting that set up. It really wasn't that complicated, but I had already set up an account like years ago and didn't realize it. So every time I tried now, uh, it kept blocking me from doing it. I feel like, I mean, it's my job. Uh, My day job is solving these kind of issues, but it had me stumped for a while. Um, Anyway, now Emily know. helped me out and saved the day. So, like, Pro it's hacker. wild. I'm living in an alternate reality now where all of me and everyone I know. I'm a sniper, by the way, and uh, I wear all green, uh, and I'm really cool. Um, but me, <laughs> me and everyone I know uh, are fighting off the aliens, but that means people I know die. Uh, just earlier today, Brad, you're not going to be happy to hear this. No! Um, but... Uh, Uh, Corporal Rosie Bear and Squatty uh, Bell, Baby Bell, which is named after my cat. uh, Or Mandy's cat, whom I uh, have a lot of affinity (laughs) to. Um, They both died in one turn uh, from the same horrible monster. It was a sectopod, which is a giant mech. It was my first time fighting one, and it just grilled them both without a second thought. You and gotta
2: save scum that shit. You gotta go back, Derek. We've gotta go back.
0: I couldn't. I had just done. Y-
1: you were some gonna really save Scrum? No.
0: Solid shit in that in that in that exact same turn, and I do not think the odds were gonna be, favor me if I were to scum it. They died. They were young. They only had a few uh, battles God under their belts, but the record, we both Lucy's lost house pets. But uh, she's my baby, Derek.
2: People i trained my, my baby cat, died under your watch baby bell bell See, you have ball. no
1: you have no uh issue with your cat dying Derek. You're... no that's
0: i was just talking about i was just telling that story jesse i trained my personified human version of my house cat baby bell uh in the game xcom 2 to be my first ops operative um and she could do psychic powers and shit and it was incredible, and I was so excited to get her out in the field to start using these abilities. But for some fucking reason, a robot decided to kill her and her best friend.
2: You let uh, your ambition cloud your good judgment, and now both of our babies are dead. So
0: both thanks. of our
1: babies have paid the price.
0: You know, sometimes people, people die in war. People die, no, I don't not sometimes. think you people really
2: thought this through when you made anymore. all of your characters, like, the closest people in your life. And now you've, you're you going to have to watch them all die. No. No one else dies. Okay? I, would, I just Still sent hired. Kim and Casey
0: on a rescue mission with Kyle Landstra, who does the intro-outro music, to rescue Ian, who <laughs> had been captured by Advent. Today, just now, I just finished that mission and we got Ian out safe and sound, and everyone was fine. Not I'm not everybody. leaving a man behind ever again. Are you not after leaving this.
2: out any other deaths? Has anybody Trav else... died. My brother. Oh, Travis. your brother died? No.
1: Yeah. And
0: Travis actually, Chris died, died too. Chris Conlon, yeah. uh, former died, host of this podcast. Just,
1: did you say good riddance once they died?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Trav and Chris have both actually been on this podcast. I um, know. But, uh,
1: no, Travis died almost him immediately. Gone.
0: Travis died on his first mission. He hadn't even fired a shot yet, and he died. Um, you uh, sent him out on Chris a suicide died, mission. Chris died. Chris died from uh, it was actually you were with him, Jesse. Um, oh, and don't make this my uh,
1: fault.
0: No, well, it's not your really hands. your fault. I was. I'm the hand. I'm the puppet master here. Chris and you. Um, I had just done. There's covert option. Covert ops, but so there's an in-game clock that's always going. Uh, and you can kind of do certain things that take a certain number of days on the overworld. There's an overworld. Um, and it's like a globe. Uh, and you do certain things that's like, okay, set up this radio beacon. It takes four days. So you sit there and it goes, and like counts up the time really fast. And in those days, noise? you can do like, what?
1: Does it make a lot of noise the way you were like, 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 are we drawing an enemy? That's in it. That's it, it like
0: spins up when you when you, like, when you you start it. It goes, um, oh, okay. and so then time speeds up and you are kind of like completing tasks and that's research is happening while it's happening training is happening while it's happening i'm uh doing new uh experiments and I'm, I'm doing uh dissecting aliens and stuff there's tons of little shit you can do in your base which is looks a lot like fallout shelter which is really wild i mean i guess fallout shelter looks like XCOM, but whatever um
1: so you're saying it looks like reference. fallout shelter or does it look like that new westworld game
0: <laughs> it looks like that, just like that new Westworld game. Um, what a great idea! Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like a, it's like a cross section of your main base, and you fill each room with a certain um, like compartment, uh, like a certain building type, and then in those building types, you can do stuff over this time. And as this time is going, one of the options you can do is covert actions. So I had Ian and you go out on a covert action to try and stop the uh, the Wait, Avatar project. I- which Ian is, and me,
1: or Chris and me.
0: Oh, sorry, Chris and you. Sorry, okay. sorry. That's okay. Sorry. I got that mixed Just, up with earlier. I wanted to make sure. Thank you for correcting me. That's you and okay. Chris went out to try and slow down the Avatar Project. And that's kind of the big bad thing that's happening in the main XCOM 2 game. There's this thing called the Avatar Project. Th- certain actions by the enemy, which is called Advent, uh, increase it by a tick. And it's like – there's like 10 or 20 ticks. And if it gets full- filled up, you have about 20 days, in-game days – before you it's game over and there are hard game overs in this game you can even play iron man mode where it will auto save and not let you uh reload old saves and if you lose you lose you could be a thousand hours in and then you just lose anyway oh, that sucks you, I like that are, though. I like when a lot games of do that there's a lot of stuff you can do to kind of slow down that countdown timer um and one of them is covert actions so i sent you and chris on this covert action However, when you take on a covert action, there's certain variables you can't predict. There's a percent chance. It doesn't say, it'll say, like, low, moderate, or high risk of certain things happening. And one of the risks was an ambush. So you were ambushed. What percent
1: chance? I need to know. It
0: it said moderate. There was a moderate chance that was going to happen that's as low as I could have gotten it. Okay? Okay. Um, You needed an extraction. So basically what it does in an extraction mission is it puts whatever characters were on the covert mission on one side of the map. And then it puts an extraction point on the way the fuck on the other side of the map, and you get a call on the comms. It's just like, all right, get get your asses out of cover and just run. So it's like, just go because what happens then is enemies just start spawning everywhere,
1: and like so there is no after. fighting them off. Like there, there's no, there's, there's no, no fighting. Yeah,
0: you okay. can you can be you can be relatively successful in fighting them off if you're prepared enough. Okay. Um, but that's only if I had, like, three soldiers who were, like, my top-tier dudes. Sure you and sounds Chris, like Chris at, wasn't prepared. At this point in the game, you and Chris were not very prepared. You, uh, you were the, the ranking officer at the time. Chris was just training. Uh, he was a sniper. Um okay. And so I, during this mission, um, you got a ways ahead of him, um, and he was overrun. Let's just say that. Like, And you made it out alive. He didn't. Um, mm. it may have been that there was a point where I kind of had to decide who who, who lived the, and who died <laughs> <laughs> oh, not exactly how does it feel it wasn't to so play god how does it feel to god it wasn't play so god? black and white but it was a moment of just like okay if Chris does this Jesse's definitely getting out of here and then I just gotta hope Chris can survive this round then he can get out of here too Whereas okay. the, the opposite wasn't true. Like you, there was nothing you could do that would guarantee Chris's safety. All it would do was guarantee that you're both still unsafe. I had a shot to get you out of there
2: and I had to sacrifice so Chris to do it. No. So he died a hero. Now I yes, feel selfish. He died a hero.
1: I feel like a selfish character. Survivor now. skill
2: is kicking in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? immediately you're like, kicking you're in on like, Jesse
1: here. was there absolutely nothing you could have done to help Chris. And I'm like but i didn't mean for it to be like that
0: (laughs) i never wanted this this game is hitting me with so many like oh man so many of those kind of exact feelings and notes of that like i definitely feel like that's stuck on your character now like that experience and there are even like traits that are applied to certain characters based on experiences you go through like if you like um if you get really wounded in a battle by um like a cer- like a snake monster, there's they're called vipers, um, mm-hmm. and if you get really wounded by them and but someone like you get out of there alive, you make it through, but you're really fucked up at the end, and it takes like twenty days to heal you, you'll yeah. get a trait that's like uh f- afraid of vipers, like and so your character will now just always be panicked when they see vipers, which means they won't listen to my instructions. like they basically can't I can't use them in combat they'll do what whatever they can it's like a Charizard randomly. you
1: just don't have enough badges to control e- them.
0: exactly they suddenly become a Charizard wow okay. a Pokemon okay. tactics game like this would be pretty cool but yeah I've played cool. a lot of tactics games tactics games in the past and they're fun but like this game really makes it a visceral experience uh, War of the Chosen um, because it's not just a grid I, I feel like I don't see the grid anymore playing this game I, I don't, I don't know see this, the
1: grid I like I
0: the grids there I but hear I don't I can the
1: grid and not think of uh um Tron <laughs> I can't I can not I'm sorry no, That's okay I'm Every time on. I look at
2: a
0: grid I can't I have hear flashbacks. the grid I can't That's like what Tron would say if he's going insane I can't hear the grid I can't no. hear it anymore
1: <laughs> I
0: can't hear the grid um yeah. <laughs> So yeah um this game is, is, is amazing because of that. It's so immersive. Um, the graphics are wa- a big improvement. They're not like anything super spectacular. They're a big improvement from the first one. Um, but this game has so much depth. And I've only touched on parts of it. Because I haven't even talked about the titular Chosen. So, Jesse, what was a good game that was third-person action-adventure where you play as a swordsman in a, in a strange land and it has Batman-like combat but a very cool system? Uh, that made it particularly good.
1: This is, like, so... Um, it's I'm so just trying specific, to... I feel like I, I, I'm supposed to be guessing the game that you're describing. Shadow of Mordor. Oh, okay, or yeah. Or Shadow of
0: War. Yeah, absolutely, you, yeah. Which you played a shit ton. I played so both. The, what, I the, really key mechanic, the key mechanic in that game is the nemesis system.
1: Correct, correct. You, wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, I would agree with that. The the nemesis system, as long as it includes the like the building of your own army... Sure. Like yeah. like Which this yeah, game has. The nemesis has, but... system is really, like, more of... It's, like, specifically for choosing your nemesis, like, where you see the enemy army in the hierarchy, and it's, like, who am I going after next? Like, who but do a, I want to take over? But aside from all of
0: that, like, mm-hmm. it was more interesting knowing that there were certain dudes who were just a pain in your ass, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, certain guys where you'd look at him and you'd be like, I truly don't have a counter for this guy. Like, he's not weak to fire or like he can block all of my dodges or you're explaining
0: the chosen perfectly. That's exactly the chosen in this game. So they are characters that are generated at the start of when you, when you start the campaign, it generates three of them. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but they appear all the fucking time. And each one is trying to win basically their war. They're trying to become the conqueror of earth and they're not fighting each other. But they're all fighting you. But they're all kind of sticking to their territories. And you can, depending on where you're where you are in the world, the chosen will have one of the chosen will have control of it. And at any point, you'll. I think there are some areas where there aren't chosen. I've been kind of pretty in the weeds with these chosen though for a while. Anyway, what that means is if you're in any territory that they control and their armies dominate, at any in any mission at any time they can appear. And I. Th- Pretty sure the game knows when shit's going bad or when, like, <laughs> shit gets rough because it sometimes they appear in the most inopportune times and they have it's just like I mean, that makes assume. sense.
1: It makes sense for them. I mean, truly, something that totally. would be inopportune for you is going to be excellent for them. I don't, it doesn't yeah, sound like it's a coincidence.
0: totally i've lost a lot of uh some of the other people uh that i've lost most of them were lost to chosen because they one of them one of them uh the first one i ever fought can go invisible and just kidnap your people like just straight up and just teleport away just gone uh and then or she can just like randomly just like jump out of nowhere and like strike so now what i have to do if i'm questing in her area i need to bring sensor modules and I need to have you or Emily, the two support people I use most, use your robot to like scan for invisible units just randomly. Because just sure. I'm so scared she'll be around. Um and she'll she'll make herself known in a lot of instances, but it's still like I've had it happen so many times where it's just like the worst fucking time. It's like, no, come the fuck on. You can, you've can, you got to be kidding me. Because they have tons of shields. They're super powerful. They have reactions to random abilities at the start that are, like, seeded into them at the very start of the game. So you never know what to expect from them. Um, and they also grow stronger as you do. Um, so,
1: but do they, like, does this, is there, like, a knowledge system where as you fight them, like, so you encounter one and you escape and you learn something about it so say you encounter or it you again like it. i defeat or them you, okay. or you okay oh. you defeat
0: them they they get away they run away and they're like i'll get oh, you next okay. time
1: oh okay okay um, I, I was the thinking only way it was to, more of like the opposite where it's like i need to fight another day i need to get out of here and live to fight another day oh
0: i've done that before too i've done that okay. many times that's uh, i mean defeating them is really awesome when you can now i'm getting better at it because i've kind of i'm much further in now but initially, like, I was scared shitless whenever they appeared. There were missions where I'd just bail. Like, the I'd try and complete as much of my objective as possible and then just be like, oh, nope. I had to bail and just, like, it's a wrench in your plans immediately. Um, and they're all different, all three of them. And so you kind of have to adapt and learn to what their strengths are, so what you can't use against them. Uh, and then what their weaknesses are. So, like, one was really weak to explosives and that kind of helped because brad and mandy are both explosive people hell oh, yeah <laughs> um no
2: swears no you um, got your back
0: and so they would just chuck grenades all over basically i'd have you or emily like scan the zone whenever she's not whenever i know she's around we'd reveal her location and then brad and emily would, or brad and mandy would just blast as many grenades as possible at her um and it worked and it kept her away basically um but there's other ones, like one's I I don't want to spoil them all, but... And also, I don't know what I mean, because I think they're different every playthrough. Uh, the positioning of all the objectives is completely different. The order you go about your research... To The only way to kill a Chosen uh, is to... You have to research and co- do covert ops until you find their lair, and then assault it. And you only get one chance to do it when you find their lair, so you have to be ready, and you gotta expect it's gonna be hard as fuck... Um, I just started, literally on my PlayStation, which is now in rest mode. I am on the very beginning of the the Invisible Ladies uh, space. Uh, are, her they, are they
1: all invis- Or are they all uh, female?
0: No, uh, the other two the other two I have are are dude aliens. Okay. Um, one of them is a dailies. hunter who has like a hood, and he can snipe like anyone anywhere on the map. You have, so you have to get out of his line of sight. Um, and you, like, see... It has, like, a mechanic to it, which is kind of cool. It, like, forces you... You get all your dudes out of this area. And it's a giant chunk of the map. It's, like, just flee. Um, Mm -hmm. and then try and sneak around on him. And then the other one is, the like, a wizard guy. Who just, like, is... Wildly powerful. And I've only fought him once. Uh, and won because... At the last second, uh, one of my, uh... One of the squads threw a grenade. And it landed, uh next to a i didn't which i didn't even notice at the time i was like desperate desperately trying to do damage to this guy and mm-hmm. so i threw a grenade at him but i didn't realize where i threw the grenade was right next to a giant propane tank and <laughs> so everything in the levels is destructible and there's a lot of explosive stuff there's a lot of interactions with stuff in the level like if you if you blow out the ground from under an enemy who's up on the third floor of a the building they'll fall down you know that kind of stuff okay. um does so you have quite a bit of interaction advantage. where it'll be like oh. uh
1: like spill oil and you hit it with a flamethrower? Um,
0: to... no, it's not it's not like it's it's not as as intense as um like a Fallout game a or something. Divinity Original Sin 2 or anything, oh. but Oh yeah. Um True. it is it's still got some of that though. Um anyway, it's you, there's always a lot to consider. Basically this is a marked improvement from the first game, which I was a huge fan of the first game and this game is incredible. Like I I can't I can't talk it up enough. Um I've watched now that I've since I've only played War of the Chosen and I think I have all the DLCs, which some of the other ones are pretty cool too, but they're little things. War of the Chosen's the only big one. Um mm-hmm. but uh I've watched some of the older game like cuz I watched some of the initial reviews of XCOM 2. Uh I definitely noticed that they've a lot of the gripes with the XCOM 2 when it initially launched have been completely ironed out with War of the Chosen for the most part. Um, this game is thick. Uh, there, there's so much density here, uh, and so much. At- you know how I said like you'd count away the days, like when the timer's running. Mm-hmm. You're lucky if that goes for more than two days without some shit happening like i if it ever like goes for more than a couple days i'm just like oh wow this is a nice little break like i get, finally everyone gets to rest a second but so much shit ha- is popping off so often that um it, it there's never it never gets dull and it's totally that feraxis style thing of like uh you just just one more turn just one more like one more uh battle one more go at this and it's uh, it's incredible I definitely recommend War of the Chosen. So having, like I said, having seen some of the reviews of the first one, this looks much better. It looks like they've improved it so much with all the changes they made with adding the Chosen. Um, there's way more customization options. There's new f- friendly factions you can hang out with and deal with, um, and it's inc- so it's amazing. This I, is you're I, playing
1: I, the expansion right now. Like this is an expansion, right? This isn't like a upgrade on the original game, which sounds weird to say. I'm sorry. Like this isn't like a definitive edition of the game, right?
0: right right it's not it's no it. no this is um it's it's a lot like a civ. i keep making this reference when i talk to brad about it it's a lot like a civilization expansion wherein it's completely game-changing and integrated into the main quest main story of the first of the initial game like they did this with uh enemy within for xcom the first xcom uh newer mm-hmm. xcom um and so this is just kind of how Firaxis makes their expansions, but it's it basically it integrates itself into the entire main campaign, and adds it just fleshes out so many levels of it and adds so much more density and so much more to do and worry about, and gives the opportunities for so many so much more so many more tense moments, uh, especially with the Chosen, because. Having all these layers of randomness on top of these battles makes it feel more alive, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I like, played Final, I played tactics games before, like Final Fantasy Tactics and uh, many other like Disgaea and stuff, and like other ones. There isn't a whole lot of unexpected stuff in the middle of a match, a uh, middle of a battle um, that just happens. Um, sometimes if it's like a storyline, something weird will happen. But like this is all like generated content. Most of it is just generated content, and it does it so well. I am looking forward to the day when this sort of storytelling and questing style can be fully embraced by other game genres. Uh, I want to see a third person uh, adventure game um, with this level of. Um, I don't know. Uh, like, I want to see a Skyrim where you go into the bear cave for the hundredth time and you see, like, Giorgio. A cyber the, the, the Bear. No, well, <laughs> like, like a a particular member of the thieves guild who hates you and has been trying to murder you for a long time, and you can best them, and they'll run away and, and come back, or like, um, I want consistency and like, cont- I want my generated levels to have uh, some measure of like a through line, if that makes sense. No, it th- totally does. Um, and I like the sound of that in the way that this is set up, this adds that through line. Uh, Everything's about either taking out the Chosen or stopping the Avatar project. Um, And... Well, not everything. I just... The main two things. And then every other thing is just more density in there. So there's like a million other things going on at once too. It's... It's... I think you can tell by the way I'm talking about it that's a game I'm really enjoying. So, um... It's incredible. I heartily suggest uh xcom 2 war of the chosen go out and get it if you can it's probably cheap on its sale somewhere i'm sure it's in the steam summer sale if that's still going on um
1: uh, oh yeah i'm curious i don't know i'm not sure when that actually ended or if um, it ed- when it ends yeah
0: I, g- I feel like steam's never sales never end now um but yeah check it out get it it has some issues on the ps4 i have um the what full everything on the ps i'm playing it on the ps4 um, okay it just loads a little slow sometimes um i don't know it's a tactics game so i'm not it doesn't bother me uh i had this conversation with Brad like uh yesterday um since it's a tactics game it doesn't really matter if it gets choppy sometimes because i'm not worrying about like twitch reflexes or anything um so in that way it's also both uh, being a tactics game it's both kind of a refreshing thing for me after playing so many third after like getting off of god of war and stuff it's very different from what I've been playing. Um, yeah, that makes and, sense. Uh, it's relaxing, while also tense, but tense in like a thrilling way, not in like a frustrating way. Um, so yeah, check that out. That's my game. That's what I've been playing. That's what I'm probably going to keep playing. Aside from World of Warcraft, uh,
2: which Brad and I have been playing a lot. Hell of, yeah, but.
1: dude! Fucking Battle for,
2: for Azeroth is just around the corner.
1: Good news for egg lovers. Yeah? <laughs> Wait, egg guess. lovers? Yeah. What is I, egg lover?
2: I don't understand it.
1: Okay, the it's. I going to sound really weird, but it was uh it was a joke from uh comedian um oh god, why can't I think of his name right now? He he was one of the blue collar guys, uh Billingville, and he had a joke <laughs> where he was talking about how he wished that we could get over things as fast as uh newscasters where they would be like <laughs> They'd, they'd, they'd say something like, they found the severed head in the elevator. Good news for egg lovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I get it. That's pretty that's, good. And so I, be, every now and it again, it I smiled. say good news for egg lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that one. So you've recently
0: gotten deep in the blue-collar comedy uh, tour uh, anthology.
1: I saw your tapes. Jesse
2: used to tour them around. <laughs> <Uster> <laughs> did I used Brody to roadie for around? them.
1: I used to actually be one of those, uh, what, what do they call that? When You'd you're,
2: sleep with Larry the Cable Guy. I would.
1: Larry the <laughs> Cable Guy would let me sleep at the foot of his bed as long as I kept his feet toasty. Telling you all his I, reasons I why a, you might be a I redneck. A, I was a blue-collar groupie. No, the redneck one is Jeff Fox. He's the one who does oh, like, fuck. all the, you might be a redneck.
2: If, What's the guy that drinks whiskey all uh, the time? That's Ron White. I Ron- most identify with him because drink- I drink whiskey every night we record this podcast.
1: Well, every night we don't record this podcast as well, right? Or only when we record.
2: Um uh, no, not explicitly while we record, but I don't drink every night. I so,
1: so Jesse I, I've played a video game. Uh it's probably not gonna be what you guys are expecting. But it's the um, same video game I've been playing. Viva Fortnite? Pinata? Viva. So Jesse, Pin-yatta. something
0: happened in Fortnite the other day. Uh could you, you mind yeah, describing asked- it? Were you there?
1: i was not there i had heard about it and then i completely lost track of like time so at one thirty p.m on saturday afternoon there was a one-time event that they had in the game like the this season's been going and they've had this really cool system where they've been like as the season's progressing the world is ever-changing so when it first started the big thing was like oh meteor fell and crashed into the fortnite map uh and you would find like meteor debris everywhere there were these space rocks that when you could like you would use them quote unquote and which was it was pretty cool before the
0: meteor hit too because you actually physically you'd see it up in the sky kind of coming down Really? Like very okay. See, slowly.
1: Now, I started playing... I mean, I had played Fortnite beforehand, but I really got into Fortnite at the beginning of this season, so I wasn't uh, aware of anything that happened previously. Um, but, but nothing, yeah. It was
0: nothing like this. It was nothing like that. This. this What happened the other day is a lot wilder. Yeah. So continue. So, Sorry.
1: At, no, you're okay. As things have been building up, um, like the, the pits that had been created by the meteor crash uh, slowly started filling in over time. Um, like... The debris started to go away. A lot of uh, foliage started to come back. Like, grass started to regrow. Trees started to come back. Um, they added some things. A soccer stadium popped up, which I guess has no relevance to this. I think that was just for the World Cup. But uh, <laughs> then they they had these TV screens in every, like, every now and again, like in a house or something or in a warehouse, whatever, you'd find these TVs. Um, and at first, the TVs, I don't think they had anything on them. And then over time, they started to uh display an image where it was kind of like it was almost like a skull that was made out of boxes um and then this like secret layer started having shit happen like a rocket showed up in the secret layer uh that was by snobby shores um and then eventually what happened was the tv screen switched from having this like skull face to a countdown clock and then wait last wait, wait was hmm. it that
0: mansion that i really loved
1: it's, the, it's right outside of Snobby Shores. There's a huge mountain, and built out of the side of the mountain is, like, uh, a building. It, it is kind of like a mansion. Oh, it's, like, a super high-end mansion, but it's supposed to be, like, a villain's lair. Um, and they've got, mm-hmm. like, this weird symbol uh, that was on the lair and stuff like that. Uh, but you could build up and go in there and find all sorts of great stuff. There's, like, a hidden bedroom and all sorts of cool computers and stuff and then a rocket came out of nowhere like at first like you'd go in there and it would display like there would be um like a large platform that had uh like a 3D model rocket like displaying in like a red LED above it and then eventually a rocket showed up and then on last week's Saturday at one thirty, uh the rocket shot off and I guess what happened was it like tore into outer space and then it started to uh, travel throughout the map. I think it started to appear and disappear in certain locations until it, it looked like I it was
0: it, warping through like wormholes or something. Yeah, like warp, warp yeah. fields. Would, one it, would pop open, the rocket would launch off, and then another one would pop open and the rocket would fly into that one. Yeah. And then pop out of another one that appeared and then that would fly over and to another one.
1: Mhm. And then in the end did it did it tear through the the sky in the middle? Because there's, yeah. ever since then, there has been this huge tear that was in the sky uh, with, like, an electrical field around it. Um, and since then, weird wormholes have started to pop back up in different locations of the map. Now, I haven't, I've, like, interacted with, and I guess not interacted, but I've climbed up to one and, to, like, tried to see if I could get in it or shoot at it or... Do something to it, but I couldn't really do yeah. anything. So I don't know if it's gonna like
2: shoot at it.
1: Well, I tried. I'm like, I, I even said it was shoot funny. the
2: tornado.
1: Well, the people that I was playing with, I was like, wouldn't it be really funny if I started firing into this and I got a kill from somewhere because bullets were coming out somewhere else in the map? Like, yeah, so it, really you know, that'd cool. be really cool. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna change. I know the season is almost over. This is actually the last week of objectives to complete for the season. Um I unlocked everything I hit tier 100. Uh the final thing you get is this uh a new suit. Like I think last season like the big thing was like the John Wick skin. Um yeah. this season you get like a really cool uh I don't know how to describe it like a like an outer space sort of suit you'd wear on a Mars mission like some super futuristic suit. Um and the thing like is the
0: space like a cool space suit, like yeah, a space a, marine it, suit. But it's yeah, of.
1: it's not like a NASA suit. Yeah, it's a space marine suit. It's skin tight. It shows all of the all of your greatest assets. All um, the juiciest curves, all the juiciest ass curves. Um, but the other thing is they have it set up with a system where every specific level you reach, like once you hit this level, you unlock this part of the 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 outfit once you hit this level you unlock this part and at level 80 is when you unlock the the final part of the skin and it allows you to change your colors but i'm like level 70 right now and i'm not putting another 10 levels in before it's up <laughs> so i i've had a lot of fun with it i'm i'm not sure I'll pro- i'm sure i'll probably get next season's pass i have enough v bucks saved up for it um so yeah it's been a lot of fun i really enjoyed it uh, it does it's definitely winding down now i have no idea what the next season holds like they haven't really I'm not sure if they they've teased stuff, but they haven't teased it enough to where I've seen it. I feel like in these passing. warp points
0: are kind of a tease.
1: Yeah, that could be like, uh, but I don't know. It feels like it feels like they kind of went futuristic with this, with like the moon crystals. Um, like where the where the actual meteor crash was, uh, it used to be called Dusty Depot, and then it turned into Dusty Divot, and they had like a little research center that popped up over the, uh, the meteorite that crashed. That was another thing. Part way through the season, the meteorite exploded open. And it like let it showed like it entered like something had come out of it, but there wasn't really anything there to find. I don't know. It's it's, it's been yeah, it's really spook-y. mysterious. So spooky. It is spooky kabuki. Um, but yeah, that's it's been good. Uh, the other thing that I played a ton of is Pokemon Go. Again, I've been playing <laughs> like crazy. When I started back up like a week or two weeks ago, I was still level twenty four, and I'm level twenty eight already. And it's that game you level up very slowly in as as you progress further so i mean i've probably been putting in a minimum of an hour a day playing damn um, and usually nice. on the weekends i'll play for a lot longer like i went out for a few hours uh yesterday morning slash early afternoon uh with a friend and fourth of
0: july gander around the yeah got we got some
1: ramen and just hit nice. some nests and the <laughs> craziest thing that i something i never expected in a million years happened um we ran into, like, an underground Pokemon Go society, sort of. Whoa, you're getting so, deep. Okay. I'm getting here real deep. So so because of – there's a lot of people that still play, especially in Grand Rapids. They have a specific Pokemon Go GR Discord setup. So I joined the Discord, and they have, like, an, an ever-going, like, constantly updating system where it's like, okay, here are active nests where you can click on it, and it will literally show you – I'm actually going to pull it up right now just so I can reference some of this stuff. Like, uh, let's see, we're going to go to the General Chats nest, and you can see if you go to, in, uh, let's see, that's Holland, Grand Rapids, uh, Airway Park has got Jigglypuffs right now. Um, If you go to Anabalon Park, they've got Tricos. Um, I think in Hager Park in Jenison right now, it's a Houndor nest uh Woo. like they have all these and the thing is all of these are even really labeled with this really intricate system which sounds ridiculous like they literally use a picture of a uganda knuckles for stuff um but if you go to their their chart uganda knuckles means this nesting species needs confirmation so i think a lot of people have seen it but they're not positive if that's the actual nest um they've got symbols for if it's a starter pokemon if it's a they can do shiny variant um something related to mew research which is that kind of overall um main quests that they have going right now. Uh, Pokemon that are related to badges. And the thing is, they have, like, all of this stuff listed. I mean, you can go to, like, Ada Ca- or slash Cascade, and they'll show Ada Park, Ada Park Baseball Fields, uh, Playground, Burton Park, Cascade Township. It just goes on and on forever of, like, where you're going. Um, another one, Riverside Park right now is a pincers nest. I've gone to Riverside Park every day after work to just grab some <laughs> pincers and then head home, or, like, go through Grand Damn. Rapids. It's really cool. But yesterday... Uh, When Will and I were playing, we were about done. You know, we went and we had our ice cream. We had our ramen. And we were like, you know what, let's be done. We drove, like, all over Grand Rapids. such a
2: date. It's great.
1: Like a great,
0: like, friend date.
1: It is a great friend date. We've gone out the last two Sundays, too. And both Sundays we hit... uh, After church? uh, Dairy Queen. No. uh, We we go to church on Sunday. Shared an ice cream cone. (laughs) The only reason we go to church is so that we can take out the gyms that are there. (laughs) <laughs> like, teach that youth reason, group that dude, Christian uh, youth
2: group who's boss dude, drive every, around every church
1: the funny thing is you see the same people all the time too like there's a, there's, a, I think it's called his name is Big Blood Ballos or Big that's no, yeah, not like sure. talk about no, specific it's a, it's a username no, it's not like they're gonna be like wait a minute all right, that's me but you know <laughs> it's just funny when you go dude I, my name on there is Poke Freak Boy and I have like a girl avatar so I, <laughs> Poke I look like freak a freak boy Poke Freak Boy, spelled B-O-I, and my character, like, my avatar is the female avatar, so people are probably really confused. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. But yesterday when we were playing, all of a sudden this thing popped up on the Discord that was like a legendary raid is about to happen, and then all of a sudden people started being like, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's eight people going to be there. So him and I were like, yeah, we'll go. So he messaged back in the Discord. We all showed up, and then, like, 12 people pulled up, and we all just, like, did this raid. Everybody started getting out of their cars, and everybody's like, hey, how you doing? Like, they, it, it felt like they all knew each other, like they'd been doing this for fucking ever. Um, I ran into a friend of mine that I had met through my cousin, and, you know, we kind of talked. I, I didn't really, I knew he was still playing, but I didn't talk to him about it at all. So he's like, yeah, we need to get together and start playing this more. And then as soon as we finish that raid, they're like, hey, next raid's about to pop at this location. Anybody else want in? And everybody's like, I'll be there. And it was just a fucking uh, caravan of all of these cars driving to the next location for this next (laughs) raid. It was insane. It's like a funeral
0: procession. Might as
1: well have been. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing was, I think, like... Me and me and my friend who were there were probably like a couple of the youngest people there. Most of these people are a <laughs> lot older than us. Uh, This—that's hardcore
0: Pokémon Go players. They've been playing for decades.
1: You—you you have no idea because when I was uh, <laughs> talking to my buddy about this, uh, he had said that he had been to some of these before, and he said that. Like, the people that would get out and talk to him would literally have, like, multiple cell phones on their lap while they're driving around. Like, they have multiple accounts running on multiple phones at the same time while they're doing these events. Because they're just, what? like, that
0: fucking crazy accounts? about
1: it. Because you can trade. Like, now there's, like, the friend system, so you can send yourself gifts if you have multiple accounts. Um, you can trade Pokemon now, so you could probably trade back and forth. Like, there's a Jesse, ton of stuff. Jesse, if I see
0: you with two phones, I'm going to be very... I don't okay, even know what the word is I've
1: already gone too far because I've actually considered Going and buying a Google Pixel 2 Specifically so it would run this game better uh, I have since Since well, I've started it's a great playing phone. this game Yeah, I, you know I could use a phone upgrade My phone's about three years old Yeah, go um, for it, Pixel Two is a
0: great I, option It's a great what phone, I did, it looks great what too I,
1: what I did first was I actually went and bought a new battery um, because that's really the only problem with my phone is the fact that the battery doesn't last all that long. It still charges mm-hmm. super quick. but So now it's like when I go uh, go out and play on the go, like if I'm in a friend's car and they don't have like a charger in the car, I bring a battery pack and I usually leave my phone plugged into the battery pack. If I'm, I'm in my own car, I have it plugged right into the car while I'm playing. Um, it, it's pretty much always plugged in. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun doing it. Um, and at first I wasn't really excited about Pokemon Let's Go, but now I've been playing this so much I am excited about Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, but it was still just, I think it was the weirdest thing ever to, like, run into this, like, underground Pokemon Go group. Uh, you know, so I I, yeah, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun with it. I'm going to continue to play. Who knows how long. I'm not sure if I'll die. The other thing, too, they keep, they're making it interesting Continually, Like, they keep doing, like, community days and community events. They've got this huge event that's coming up in Japan where you can actually sign up and meet in Japan on this day, which seems outrageous. Something I couldn't afford to do or I would probably never be that crazy to do it. But... Um, like this Sunday is like Squirtle Day, so all day long, it's, you're, there's going to be a higher chance of catching Squirtles. They're adding in shiny Squirtles, which actually have, uh, or not, not shinies, but they're adding like special Squirtles. So remember Squirtle from sunglasses. Squirtle Squad, from Squirtle yeah, Squad, right? The Squirtle Squad, yeah, yeah. So you can get them. They're doing it where if you evolve a, a War Turtle into a Blastoise between this three-hour window, it's guaranteed to have the move Hydro Pump, which is my guess is probably one of the stronger moves in the game so like they do this stuff like crazy i think now till the end of july um, they're doing a whole thing this whole month where uh, you do your research for seven days and you can catch uh snorlaxes last month it was uh articunos like every month they have another uh really cool pokemon you can get um yeah they they're adding new pikachus where you can get like a summer pikachu wearing like a straw hat and I think he's got some other fun features, but I don't know. They're continually working on the game and making improvements, which now they're, I think they're just celebrating their two year anniversary, which is crazy because I thought it had really only been out for one year. I'm, I still don't believe that it's been out for two years already, even though (laughs) that is the truth, but it's just, it's crazy to me. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I love it. I continue to love it. And I don't know when I'll love it until eventually I'll lose my love for it. Like I did last time. I'm sure like I do with every game, but for now, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds, sounds like you're having an amazing time.
0: Through.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't think I'll ever get anybody to get back into it. I don't have our group of friends who actually used to play it, but who knows? If they do, I'll Pokemon with them.
2: Hell yeah. Brad, uh, what have you been up to? Jesus, I think I've played more games in the past week than I have this year. <laughs> Seriously, though. We played... Um, Kirby yesterday.
0: Yep, that was fun. Mario.
2: Zelda. World Oof. of Warcraft. Woo. Fallout Shelter. Woo. Oh my god! Yeah, I the game I buffet I've man. I've been That's, playing. How you? How you liking it? How you? T- I how's like,
0: that your like game buffet. Um.
2: Well, I have to say, like the Nintendo Switch definitely has a more relaxed feel to it just being able to sit on the couch play wherever i want in the house like it doesn't it's non-committal so like i feel like i can swap between games like all the games i just listed besides wow were on played on the switch so it's really i don't know i kind of changed my lifestyle a little bit how i play games damn
1: i do like it i like I like that it's changed your lifestyle of playing games.
2: It took a while to get when into it, it. Cause it feels
1: in what sense?
2: Well, because I am, you know, I have, a. I uh, I build my, I built my own PC to my specifications. You got your boss rig. I, I got my boss rig. I went out and I got the PS4 pro upgrade. It's like, I like, Power and I sit at my battle station and I play my games and i 'm in my zone and then this switch comes along and it 's this like little tiny thing it 's not as powerful as my other consoles, but it's like once hey, you get past that it 's a different yeah it's a different it's a different thing that 's how it seems like, me you don 't need to
0: plug the back uh, of your neck into in with like a big plug uh, <laughs> exactly you, like uh like a big uh, big metal cord. I, I kind of I sit in my gamer chair. And then I it, it actually had the auto loader, So it just loads me in. And jacks me right into that computer space. And gets my zone ready. Jacks me in.
1: Which picture are you getting jacked in?
0: I can't wait to get jacked in after this podcast. Yeah, in Derek fact, and I are going to jack in together. Uh, I you believe, guys aren't going
1: to be jacking on in there, are you?
0: Ugh. Dude, gross. Potty, keep that potty humor off this podcast. Jesus.
1: I better, because I don't want to end up like Colonel Sanders. I don't want to end up like Colonel Rosie and Colonel, Colonel Colonel Bell. Bell. Colonel Bell.
0: They weren't colonels. They were just squatties. I
1: don't want to end up like them for using cuss words.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, no, that was
0: Brad.
1: <laughs> Wait, I thought anyway. Brad was still alive. Did Brad die? No, no, no,
0: Brad's I, alive, lie. he got fucked up for using a cuss word. Anyway, oh, okay, okay. I'm doing my best to not let you die. I'm trying... You're, 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 you're one of my best units, and uh, I will... Unless...
1: Uh, love yeah. your unit.
0: Anyway, this has been Games on Earth. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you to Kyle Anstra for the intro outro music. We'll be back next week with more games. With more games?
1: More games
0: as the the summer desert can oh a game i want to check out hey what are you guys all playing up in the week ahead um hey a game i want to check out hey it's me Derek. everybody uh so red faction gorilla you know i picked that up like a month ago I had that, mentioned that's playing an old that. game well they just came out with a remastered uh remastered edition on tuesday okay. um and i was thinking of picking that up and playing it cuz i've been watching a lot of the expanse so i'm all in on the martian lifestyle and uh, i've been playing xcom which is very sci-fi and i feel like i'm in this very i'm in personal prime sci-fi zone um, so i am yeah uh, man
2: pull that thread yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: delve deeper into my personal sci-fi prime tapestry. sci-fi zone. i'm gonna weave a sci-fi tapestry i'm gonna hear the grid
2: um, Hear the grid. <laughs> Brad, what about you? What's on your plate? Uh, World of Warcraft. I want to keep playing that. Um, basically, all of the five games that I'm yeah. playing, I, I just want to play little bits of those for now. I'm re- catching up on my WoW lore. Like uh, Derek lent me uh, the World of Warcraft compi- uh, Chronicles, Chronicles, the three volumes. And oh man, I'm reading those. I'm a big nerd for that shit. And the expansion's coming out in August, so I want to be prepared for the new lore.
0: You are not
1: prepared.
0: <laughs> All right, Jesse, what about you?
1: Uh, I'm actually going up north this weekend um, to a cottage, a cabin. So actually, I'll probably bring. I'm gonna bring my Switch. I'm gonna bring my PS4. I plan on bringing uh, Dark Souls 1 and starting that, which I don't want nice. to because oh. I know what's going to happen. At, well, I want to, but the problem is like, I would rather finish Dark Souls 2 first, but I'm not lugging my PC up there, and I don't know. It's just going to be more convenient to play that, but the problem is I don't think I'm going to start it and then keep going. I'm probably just going to start it and then let it sit for a while before I come back to it. Um, I'm We're definitely going to plan... Unless unless I get hooked, which I will. I mean, it's a Dark Souls game. I love all the Dark Souls games so far. Uh, Neo, all those, they're all great. Um, but I definitely plan on playing more Pokemon Go. Keep it up on that bad boy. Um, and that'll probably be it. Pokemon Go, Dark Souls, maybe some nice. other games. Maybe we'll play Heavy Rain. We're going to be with a bunch of people. So, uh, you know, if people want to get together and play a game as a group, that would probably be a good game to play. Yeah, probably I want to try like and-
0: i want to try and play like a worst playthrough of heavy rain like exactly. do as poorly as possible make the worst decisions in just a series where all i'm I, trying to I do is be there for that yeah. yeah i i would like to do that we should record that we've and got
1: big plans for stuff like that for um uh extra life like i yeah, know we've got a couple games on the plate for extra life and that would be a good one for it
0: that would be a great one uh to mm-hmm. just stream through the worst way possible
1: <laughs> yeah definitely uh,
0: all right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, uh, let's see. How should we take take this one out? How should we end this podcast here? Do you guys have any bright ideas? Come on! Uh, I want I, I want you for you, the ideas, Derek.
1: You never ever do like an outro. You always say, "Brad, yeah, tell you me." You've got a prompt. Brad, you say, me. "Hey, you say, Brad, tell me about the story of how you made your first World of Warcraft character." So, Derek, tell me the story. Of hmm, I am trying to think of a there, good thing. It's hard to come up
0: with on the spot, isn't it?
1: Tell me the story of how never mind, that was gonna be way too gross. See? Sorry. Dude, you have no yeah. idea how hard
0: it is until this moment. Don't you understand?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I I feel like I could do it. I'm go ahead, Brad. You get you it's not like you've got one in the chamber. If you don't I will make one quick.
2: Tell me, how how did your parents meet?
0: Ooh, I uh, like this. Both, so, my parents met. Uh, they went to different high schools. But I think the high schools interacted a lot, but they uh, lived about a block away from each other. They um, were rivals. I think so. They um, anyway, rivals. Anyway, they both worked at a Kentucky Fried Chicken on 28th Colonel Street here in Grand Rapids. They both worked there together. Um, and... Uh, I believe the story goes initially my dad asked my mom out and she rejected him for a guy named Gary um
2: which put the my man,
0: the manager put my existence in question like that suddenly made like I might not exist um yeah
2: you could have been an Eric <laughs> 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 an
1: Eric <laughs> don't
2: I don't want to think wait
1: about what if he spelled E-R-I-C-K YouTube? no just E R I C R I K decency
2: and How did your grandparents meet? Um
0: it was an arranged marriage between two dynasties. Uh, it was the year forty-eight fifty-nine in the Cyber Dome calendar. And uh, the prince knew the planet was dying, so he sent uh, a shipload of envoys out. Uh, a shitload uh, of the, A shitload of envoys out into the dark depths of space. Damn, and dude. Uh, Through the journey, you know, the culture developed. The journey took about 6,000 years. So we're talking generations after generations after generations after generations. All living in this confined ship space. Um, when they finally reached Earth in the year 1468, uh, by Gregorian calendars, um, like, they were atrophied. Um, their whole culture had developed differently. Uh, but luckily in the actual module that released them onto the planet, um, they. It scanned Earth's humans, uh, and basically, uh, did a massive gene modification to the inhabitants of the mm-hmm. spacecraft to pretty much match human psyches and created, uh. Pretty much. Kind of generated, um, consciousnesses. Not generated quite. their. Con- like, uh, generated the, the the individuals that came. emerged from that pod, uh, out of the. Um, the 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 genetic raw stuff of the inhabitants so really it was a complete switcheroo um for those uh uh, beings uh when they became humans Uh, they don't even remember at the point when they emerged they didn't even remember that they were ever not humans that's the whole trick of it
2: um but so that's uh that's that